Hey, gappers out there. This is your boy, Bryce. Um, just wanted to let you know before the start of this episode that uh, if you are in Houston, Texas, uh, this Memorial Day weekend in 2023, that is May 26th, 7th, 7th and 8th, 8th uh, we will be back at Comic Palooza doing a live episode for that ass. Hell yeah. Um, we will be covering... Well, you will just have to listen to find out, but I promise you it's going to be a banger, and it's going to go in theme with the star guest this year at Comic Palooza. Um, so get your tickets now. Come see us. Come say hi. Um, you know, if it, let let us know. Uh, you know, all the gappers out there in Houston, uh, let us know where you're at and come say what's up. And uh, let us know where your favorite episode is and all that stuff. Yeah, make sure you check out uh, Comic Palooza at Comic Palooza on Twitter, at Houston Comic Palooza on Instagram for all the deets and information. Uh, get your tickets now and see us there live. Now, listen to the episode. episode. <laughs> has been judged that's right we watched knock at the cabin this week on the movie gap the podcast that has you scream uh, how have you not seen that how have you not seen that how have you not seen that how have you not seen Welcome to the Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin. And as always, the uh, rowdy, redheaded Harry Potter reject, uh, the Rupert Grinch himself, yes. Bryce Perkins. Yeah, so uh, Bryce, I what? I've been good. It's been a long week since I've seen you, mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, last week we did John Wick 4. John Wickies. John Wick 4. Uh, chapter four. Chapter four, with a uh, French bad guy played by Bill Skarsgård, uh, where he likes he he's going to stop at nothing to kill Mister Week, and you either do this for me or I kill your daughter. You know? <laughs> it's better than it was <laughs> last week. It, you're still getting a little. I've had a week to now practice you're going, it. Now you're going in and out of like the actual Skarsgård, uh, which is like the Swedish. Yeah, like from French to Swedish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Which all fair, you know, because uh, they're all they're all uh, you're white. Those are all white hey, nationalities. Well, yeah, so. exactly. Uh, or largely, I, I'm pretty sure I have some French in my family. I have some I have some Nordic in my family up there. So like one of those countries, Nor Norwegian and Danish. It's not Sweden, but you know, but yeah. it's a big rivalry, right? Well, yeah, so the, uh, I mean, uh, I know that you know my family is. Of Nordic stock, the the Austins, is that right? Yeah, the Austins. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I believe when we first came over, our our name, uh, the actual surname was Austin Grad. Oh, okay. Wait, that's, that may, that's German. I can't even do it right. Grad? No, Grad, grad would be it? like Swedish or like a G R A A. <laughs> yeah, D. Grad. Yeah, Grad with the yeah. two A's. Yeah, Austin Grad. 
<laughs> yeah. Austin sure. pickled herring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the, yeah. that's the one. And, um, you know, my last name is Perkins, which is just straight up English, but that's on my uh, dad's side. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. Well, Rasmussen, um, that's my mother's side. Rasmussen. Rasmussen. Which is Norwegian as fuck. <laughs> sounds dude. it, yeah. And guess where they live? Not Norwegian. Minnesota. Not Minnesota, but Wisconsin. So, oh, yeah. Where cheese is cheese. Where cheese is cheese and. Not much else. Norwegians settled <laughs> a long time ago. All right. So, uh, um, we're off, yeah, we're off to a fucking great start this awesome. week. So good. Love it. Yeah. Right. Uh, yep. I am excited to talk about this film, though. Okay. Uh, from the moment I watched it, I was okay. like, God, I just want to, I just want to talk about it. Yeah. I yeah. Talk about it. I see why. I see um, why. After having watched it, I see why. Yeah. So the movie is Knock at the Cabin. Yep. Right. So you did not see it. Of course. Uh, on time, if you will. Right. Uh, why is that? But did you were you aware of this one at all? Did I know that? Yeah, I uh, I was actually going to when I first heard that it was coming out is a new M Night movie, mm-hmm. and we love our discussions about M Night mm-hmm. on the Movie Gap. Um, <clears throat> and so when I first saw it was coming out, I was actually I had meant to suggest doing it, and then I just forgot, you yeah. know. And then next thing you knew, it was out already, and I didn't even realize that. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, in uh, in our text thread, you were like, you know what is good is Knock at the Cab. And I was like, oh, that's that new M. Night one. And I was like, well, do you want to do that one? And you were like, hell, hell yeah. yes. So here hell we are, yeah. you know. All right. Yeah. So um, what did you know about this one going in? Uh, as with most M. Nights, it's sometimes better to not know anything. Sure, yeah. Um, and it's pretty easy to not know anything. Yeah, right, right. I just knew that it was M. Night's new movie and... Um, and I started following him on Instagram. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so I saw his posts, you know, promoting it and yeah. stuff like that and him doing the press rounds. But that's about it, though. I didn't even really pay attention to who was in it. The only detail I really needed to know was that it was a new movie of his. Uh, because let's face it, he's kind of been at the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows in the business as a director, you could say. Oh, yeah. Um, his career was kind of over for a minute there, you know, we all thought. And so it's cool that he's coming out with new movies. I didn't really care for old too much only because the ending was a little like, okay, but we yeah. talked about that. We go talked back, a lot go back and it. listen to the, to that episode. Uh, but because of that episode, that movie and that our discussion on that movie, that sets us up to discuss this one here because here he is again. And it's cool to see him, uh, you know, still putting things out and getting hype, getting hype back on his name. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I really loved and hated old a lot to the point where I loved it. Uh, right. Uh, it had a lot of, you know, M night camera stuff where he uses blocking and everything in a, in a way that you don't see a lot in film anymore. And mm-hmm. this one, the blocking was there, yeah. the camera blocking and the, the movements and stuff. He didn't really do a lot of that. And it, it allowed, because like, if you are aware of his style, yeah. It really drew like emphasis to things because of how how little there was, mm-hmm. you know, and and there was you know more uh, in like the 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 very few brief like I guess you would call them action 
uh, sequences of of the chasing of people like there was some movement mm-hmm. you know but there, very little camera movement but every time the camera moves you do you are drawn to it because you're mm-hmm. like what what are we seeing or not seeing you know yeah sure and uh but that was about all the you know fun stuff that he he really did well that's in interesting that. though because i i noticed i don't know man i was noticing the framing was really interesting the framing is fantastic and then there was some really cool shots of like him d- doing the final blow on uh, on Red, whatever. Uh, Rupert Grant, Ron, yeah. yeah, Rupert Grant, where the camera like followed the yeah, yeah, the axe. There's, you know, there, there's touches. It's still an M Night movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's much more um, subdued. You know, it's a it's yeah, a, certainly not. I mean, I mean, subdued, maybe muted, if you will. But sure. like, yeah, the it it like I was saying it. It's less is more in this one, and because you're used to more, uh, specifically coming off of, of old, sure, it, it yeah. made the less really pop. Uh-huh. You know, because this is such an intimate film with a, uh, like a huge effect outside of the intimacy uh-huh. that it has that playing of keeping it tight is like intention even with like the lack of tension. Yeah, you know, because yeah. there's like this threat of death, but it's like. It's not us. Like we're yeah. not going to do it. But you're like, are they not going to? You know. So there's a lot yeah. of that kind of stuff that's playing sure. with it. And uh, you know, it's it's unlike M Night in a way. I think you've mentioned this before. Of just like, what, yeah, you texted me something about it. What what did you say about the M Night thing? Oh my! Like say, yeah. Uh, you, oh, you um, re paraphrase it. You don't have to read your text. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just was. Well, I mean, I guess we'll get into the end of this movie or whatever. But, um. I just found it interesting that uh, M Knights come full circle to where when you don't have a twist, it's almost a twist in and of itself <laughs> yeah, yeah, for like an M Night movie. Yeah, expecting a twist the whole yeah. time. And I was that yeah, that was certainly and that's always been kind of my and I've, I think I've said this before on the podcast that that's sort of become my problem with watching M Night movies anymore is that the whole time I'm just sitting there waiting for the twist and it better be good. Yeah, because if it's dumb, then I'm gonna feel like I wasted two hours. And so this movie, I sir, lo and behold, I was sitting there doing it, just waiting for it to be fake somehow and waiting for it to not really be that. And what's it really going to be? Yeah. And uh, and then it uh, and then it wasn't. And that was very refreshing. And we'll we'll get into that because I think there's yeah. some aspects of of that that I kind of have a problem with. But at the same time, I don't. I think I know what you're talking and we'll, about. We'll get and we'll that. get into it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, the movie Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. M Night's new 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 flick, Bryce. Yeah, you know what time it is. Oh boy, here we go. Time to put a minute on the clock. This again. We're gonna go in to the video store. Yeah, it's Friday night. You're written something. You're picking this one up. Yeah. You see the title? Knock at the cabin. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Bautista. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Which is exactly how I say it in my head. Ron Weasley. Uh-huh. Oh, I might watch this. I've sure. seen him in those Harry Potter movies. Yep. Yep. Right. Uh, let's let's turn let's flip this bad boy over. Mm-hmm. Look at the back of the box. Okay. In one minute, tell me what it says on the back of that box guarding now. Um, the uh, it, it, there uh, there's a family on vacation uh, in a in the woods in a cabin, um, just taking a little trip, and uh, it's uh, two uh, men and their adopted daughter. And they're having a nice family time. Um, seems to be a place that they've been many times before, maybe that they're familiar with. They're they're very comfortable there, very cozy. 
And uh, everything's going great until the daughter gets visited by a stranger in the woods. And the stranger tells the daughter that they're going to need to get in the cabin. And she needs to convince her dads to let them in the cabin. And if they don't, they're going to have to find their own way in. And she gets very scared and she runs away. And she tells her dad, okay. <laughs> you, you got lost. I got lost in the sauce. Yeah. I was about to just give you the whole plot. Yeah. Well, I was ready I to give you every it doesn't step. start with her in the... It does, like, yeah. Yeah, it's not even... They're already there. Yeah. 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 But, you yeah. know, I, yeah, I, I, I gave I you the you. setup. This is the there. idea. They're on, they're on the vacation. They get visited by four strangers that uh, claim that uh, if one of them, one of the family members doesn't sacrifice themselves... Uh, or the other two don't sacrifice the one, right? The yeah, one, yeah. yeah. Uh, then the apocalypse will happen. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, insane. A batshit crazy premise. Yeah. Batshit insane. Uh, this is based off of a book. The book is called The Cabin at the End of the World. Uh-huh. Um, there are some. Give us this book deets. There, there are some differences in, in it, the, uh, the, uh, the cabin and the. So there, Wynn is the seven-year-old adopted daughter of uh, a gay couple, Andrew and Eric. That's all in there. Yeah. Um, we will get into the differences as we get to them, sort of. But it mm-hmm. really kind of it has a similar message, but it's a little bit more. Uh, it's different, I think. When uh, was the book uh, written, or when 20, was the book published? Twenty eighteen is when it came out. So like what really actually, the book yeah. is that yeah I believe new? they I believe they optioned it sort of when it was still being written or like it hadn't even come out yet. Whoa, um, who wrote then, it? Uh, this guy Paul Tremblay. How in the fuck, dude? I'm a man. I guess he must be an already established and published writer because how the fuck do you? Yeah, he had uh, get a movie deal before I you even publish a book. Before this was Disappearance at Devil's Rock, and he's had another one, Survivor Song, after this. So. And neither of those were made into movies. Uh, not that I know of, but maybe Dude, this probably guy's, uh, had the luckiest break in in any writer's career ever. Yeah, uh, like writing this, a book, and they're like, "How about we give you a movie deal for that?" Like, this okay. book got the uh, Horror Writers Association's Bram Stoker Award for a novel in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. Okay, and then it was uh, you know adapted in yeah. 2023. 20, 20, so, um, I believe there was a like a script or a treatment that was made up that was more in line with the book. And then when M Knight got a hold of it, he worked with him and some of his writers and stuff and they uh, played with it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is different for M Knight um, in the sense that he usually doesn't do adaptations, right? Well, he usually his, does his own stories, right? Uh, when he started out. Yeah. yeah. And then he started doing bad movies. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> they didn't work uh although happening and you know lady in the water those were his originals too so yeah. he was already on the downhill but then he did um uh last airbender that was like his oh that's so real weird. failure and then he you know he didn't write after earth okay. the one that he did with uh will smith and his son oh i didn't yeah i don't even and, remember that one yeah it's it's, Oof. Pretty, it's not great yeah it sounds pretty woof yeah but then you know his comeback was uh Split, which was oh, the one yeah. that turned out to be a sequel to Unbreakable, uh-huh. and then Glass, 
which is really pretty damn good uh-huh. and people hated it because it's Why it's sort it of is? well it was like you know it was sort of like uh i'll give you what you want but like i'm gonna take it away and it's not gonna be what you want either okay <laughs> yeah it was uh it, it's a wild movie okay um but it's it's also really good and it's also another one that kind of is like oh wow this is something to like kind of talk about too okay. like it makes you think in, in a good way well we will be doing unbreakable but, with fan favorite ed mm-hmm. eventually so people keep well, we'll probably, keep your eye out for you that. haven't seen the other ones either have you absolutely yeah well then i'm i wish i hadn't said anything about split well it's not going to give anything away i promise well unless that is <laughs> i mean that you that is know. the yeah. twist like that is kind of the the oh, twist is that oh, the very okay. end you find out it's a sequel to unbreakable oh okay yeah. well I'll forget. Yeah. Don't worry. No, yeah, you'll absolutely forget. <clears throat> uh, I mean, yeah, we'll I still need to like watch on breakups. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So then, um, yeah. Then he made glass. Then he made uh, uh, what was the other one that he did? Oh, the visit, which was really good. Oh, I don't even it was remember pretty. That. It was a a kind of a straightforward uh horror film, but with like a gritty twist. You know, it was real low budge. Uh, but like it was, it was good. It was good, you know? And then, um, and then old and old came out of, uh, out of nowhere for me for being as good as it was. Sure. Sure. You know, but old also adapted from a book, uh, from a graphic novel, from a book or graphic novel. But remember that one, he also sort of changed the ending because the ending was Uh more bleak, but also never explained like what's really going on. And then old, he really did. Yeah, right. You know, well, uh, he but, put his he put his classic twist on it. Yeah, a and twist also, of a he twist also of put night. himself in that one. Oh, he sure did, yeah. and he put himself in this one. Too. Yeah, but this one in 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 the it's at least in the background. Yeah, yeah you're like this is as much as we need of it. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like uh, so, yeah. But um, exactly. yeah. So anyway, we're uh, we got uh, Win, the seven year old girl. She's yeah. approached by Batista. So you got some notes on this one? I have three notes. Oh no. <laughs> Well, because I was paying attention, yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, it's it's, it's hard not to like even watching yeah. this one after watching old because old I started it and then like my wife and I just didn't touch our phones, yeah, like it kept us and then this one was yeah. kind of the same thing, yeah, um, and I was this story from the, from was the, the credits, yeah, and this this story was more in, interesting to me too, so I was a little more glued in there. I love mm-hmm. apocalyptic apocalyptic shit and stuff like that, you know, and so as soon as he was like you know we're gonna do fucking unleash a plague yeah anyway i was just like uh-huh okay <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh i'm in i'm listening uh so i just kind of stopped taking notes but also it's like a new movie too so i figured you would have a lot to say about it as well yeah uh so you know uh we we can do it like that but i mean i can do my three notes right now if you want uh th- throw them out all right uh first note was uh, Ron doesn't sound like he was born in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing his damnedest. He was doing a good American accent, yeah. but uh, he was doing middle America. Yeah. He sounded like he was from Omaha, if anything. <laughs> he sounded like he was from Omaha trying to do a Boston. Yeah, right. But he didn't sound like a British person. Right. Trying to, which, you know, I feel like that would be a harder one to do because there is so... Like which one? Which one? Boston to from from uh you know his British to his Boston. Uh huh. It's got to be a little bit harder because there's parts of the the words that are kind of the same. Yeah. You know, but then like yeah, you, exactly. You, like they're not. It's way more of a subtle anything. thing. Yeah. Than to just go, go and, um, straight yeah, American, straight, or, straight yeah, or American exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So like 
there was parts where it's like, oh, I have to really try not to slip into my accent because yeah. of this vowel sound yeah. or this R coloring or something. You and know? it did slip a, just a little bit, I think, on one occasion, but, yeah. but it was he, a, just a minor slip. And he, he also good. wasn't also wasn't in it that long, so he yeah, didn't have to worry true. about it. And he, you um, know, he did good. Yeah. So here's I'm the glad fun, to see him. You know, here's the, stuff. Here's the fun thing about uh, Rupert Grant. Uh, motherfucker is rich. Wait, right? what do you mean? Like, oh, because of yeah, Harry Potter. Potter. He's yeah, never. Yeah. He doesn't have to work, sure. and he basically doesn't. Yeah. Right. Um. He did. Uh. You know. He he does stuff that he just kind of was like, yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. You know, like he. Uh, this he, is like a bit part too. Yeah. Essentially, he, he he basically works with M Night. Like he did this, and he did uh, uh, that M Night show on Apple Plus, um, oh. the Servant or something like that. I haven't seen it. Servant. He's like in that severance. Yeah. No servant. Oh, okay. Or servants. I don't know. It's one of those. Like I said, severance. That's no. It. It's not that. <laughs> so he's in that, and then he did a uh, one of the Cabinet of Curiosity Gosh. episodes of, uh, or one of the episodes of Cabinet of Curiosity, the Del Toro, or Del Toro. <laughs> God, the Del Toro. Uh, Del Torme. Yeah, Del Torme. The Velvet Fog. <laughs> he loves the cinema. He loves the cinema. He loves the cinema. Is this him. is this talking to Toros? It's to not. Toros? It's okay. not. All right. Okay. God, I love uh, Guillermo del Toro though. Like he's just. Oh yeah, he's, he's such a delight. Yeah, he's a fun guy. I follow him on Twitter, uh, and I always check it on Sundays because yeah. he's always showing his, his all day every Sunday. It's model painting Sunday, so he builds like a little model, like one of the old. Is that right? Yeah, and he paints it, and he's that's just like, great. look at my little. This See, one. that's yeah. what social media and should like, be oh, about. This is so pleasant. Yeah. Just and, and he'll he'll be like doing one, and he goes, "I really want." Like one of these, uh, this character from this movie from you know 1939, and like nobody's making the model. They're like, gotcha. Yeah, like yeah. some company like makes one for Whoa. him and shit. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's, that's it's wholesome phenomenal. right there. Yeah, that's the kind of shit I want in my feed. That's what I want in my algorithm. Yeah. And you know? It, you know, he does like old movie stuff. He'll do like Bioshocks thing. Like he does, you know, he just loves painting little models. Oh, really? He does Bioshock models, yeah. like Big Daddies and stuff. Yeah, I seen one of wow. those. And, cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's always it's always something. He's yeah, uh, yeah. you know he's got his, his little collection. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. That's sort of like how Lynch does the weather report. And he just <laughs> it's, goes. Uh, it's not today. <laughs> that is much today weirder. is eighty three degrees. Uh, it's just <laughs> I love the today's number. Yeah, today's number is seven. Yeah, <laughs> he just has ping pong. <laughs> that's it. That's it, guys. That's what you get. That's it. Like you, you, you tune in for today's number. What do you get when you have, when you get auteurs with uh, instant access to millions of people and they can literally make anything uh, at the drop of a dime? That's what you get. You know. Man, I love Lynch. I love it. Did you see that little uh, the oh, fuck? What was it called? The his short film that was on Netflix. Uh, what? God, this was probably about two years ago. It was uh, about a monkey. It's like twenty minutes long. You gotta find no. it. Yeah. It's it's You don't remember what it's called? I can't remember. It's got okay. one of those names. Well I'll tell you what, if there are any loyal gappers out there that remember that know what Chase is talking about, go to crossthestreamsmedia.com. I can uh, look it up, but like why am I gonna do that? All, We're not talking about it? Check us out there, uh send us a voicemail, send us a message, send us a comment, and while you're there, check out all the other great podcasts on the Cross the Streams Media Network. Yeah. Also, check out our episode on Old and on Eraserhead. Yeah, right, to, right. To tie it back We're in. Talking Lynch. So, anyway. Um, yeah, so, uh, Ron, uh, super rich. And Hellboy, maybe, but Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, you know, he's he, he just does the stuff that he wants to work with, and he's like, you know, this is going to be interesting, and this is a very interesting part. It's yeah. very not Ron. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's like the one... 
Absolutely so, not. So yeah, let's get into what's going on. These these uh, the 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 family, happy family. Yeah, you know, real sweet. You know, they have their their pasts, but yeah. it's not a a negative past, really. Yeah. You know, like uh, one's a hothead, but we find out partially because the reason why. Yeah, is you know his the family defensive. Hothead. Yeah, his family doesn't accept him. Yeah, or barely accepts him, and yeah. uh, you know, he got. Uh, post-traumatic stress from being beaten for just being yeah. a homosexual right, and right. Uh, you know and then um, but then they you know came together and they got this beautiful daughter and like oh god that fucking scene when they they flash back to pick up the daughter yeah, right. and just that one little moment where it's so this movie is a tight 90 minutes in and out right yeah but every fucking thing matters yeah and it's it, like they don't throw away anything even the throwaway stuff is so well placed that it it paints so much more of a picture and just that moment when they're in china and the the doctor comes over and they're like um would you like to meet your daughter and she's like oh yeah this is my brother-in-law my wife yeah my wife like they right. had to, they had to do lie that yeah so yeah. that they, he, they could meet their daughter at the right. same time like fucking yeah rough right right, right. um let's talk about when by the way oh man uh well, that little girl great. phenomenal like how the hell so adorable so good how the hell is she that's so good i don't know Kristen cooey okay c-u-i cooey 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 yeah, yeah yeah um just perfect <clears throat> perfect yeah it was on that was on it was unreal and like god that first scene i don't know how you direct a child how she couldn't be more than what seven seven maybe let's see um this says that she is uh it doesn't oops well okay i'll find it sure but, uh but either way i mean like how do you how does a kid like come off as that uh, yeah directable and stuff and like you know with a camera in their face and, and like it's she's it's, a natural there's so, not a nervous yeah. bone in her body she's so natural in it and it doesn't feel like what i it doesn't feel like either form of a kid performance where it doesn't uh-huh. feel like a kid who's just being a kid and they're capturing it well yeah you know it also doesn't feel like a kid who's fucking acting right you know where it's too much yeah it, it's just it's just this perfect little it was like thing. yeah it was perfect yeah and like her you know like the you know the kid playing scared and all that stuff is is good yeah but like you can get that out of a kid and maybe maybe you shouldn't yeah, yeah. but yeah but like you know you can get that out of it but then like her just interacting with uh batista, batista in the beginning, in the beginning. Is so sweet yeah. and uh and oh also, man that set such a great tone God, too. batista Dude, can we talk about Batista, yeah. dude? So coming out of the woods like that, bro, and this shirt that is fucking painted on, yeah, that like little pastor looking shirt, yeah. so tight with the just, glasses, and his arms are like. So one thing was, uh, M Night was like, I got, I, I want him, you know. Mm. Uh, he saw him in, I believe, Blade Runner was the one where he's like, I got to work with Batista. Okay, and uh, you know, Batista wanted to, and I think the he was coming off of, yeah, I think he was coming off of. Uh, one of the Guardians movies or something sure, yeah. when he was doing this. That would so make he was, sense. He's pretty big and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, give me uh, some, you know, we're going to shoot in two months or whatever it was. And he's like, yeah. give me some time. I'll, I'll I'll cut down. He goes, no, 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 no. Get as big as you've ever gotten. <laughs> and and Batista's like, yeah. are you sure? I, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. He's like, 100%. Yeah. He's like, I, I know what you can do and I want to see that. Yeah. You know, against that type. And he absolutely does. He comes out of that woods mm-hmm. right and his like i mean it his arms look like they're too long for a human you know what i mean <laughs> like they do you know what i'm saying 
too like, long for a he's got, man. He's got huge legs and he's got a huge everything. He's just a yeah. massive beast of a man. Yeah, yeah, right. But like his arms are just because they you know stick out in that way. Like he's walking up and it's just like it's scary looking. It is, yeah. But then he comes in and he's so quiet and like the docile. I don't know that there's anybody in the world. Not any a, actor not a mean bone in his body well no, i was just gonna say i don't think there's any actor that can act the shit out of glasses like batista dude it changes his everything it did yeah it makes him terrifying and innocent you know dude. and then like you find his backstory with the kids and the soccer yeah. coach kind of thing and you're just yeah. like yeah i get it yeah i get this guy he's just like yeah. a teacher you know but um dude but yeah him just coming in and like immediately you kind of forget that he's that big like it's still there, absolutely, and still scary. But like you're not afraid of him physically. As He's not as, leading with it. Yeah, it, it's 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 hard yeah. to explain because it's all there. Yeah, but like you don't think it's there. You're only reminded of it when he needs to use it, yeah. which is with actual physical. Well, and he's so you know, he's also gotten that thing where he's so muscly and bald yeah, that his like his head wrinkles. You can see his brain. Is yeah, what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like real off putting. Yeah, you know, and yeah. like his tattoos that he's got. Yeah, you know, dude. Yeah, which famously he's been asked like, how many tattoos do you have? And he's uh-huh. like five. He's like one, two, three, oh four, really? And then my back. So yeah. those were real tattoos. Oh, yeah, those yeah. were his those real, real tattoos. Yeah, cool. Which I think he got all that stuff. He really started getting tattooed, tattooed, tattooed. Uh, like after WWE. Oh, he, you know, really? he was in the early 2000s or uh-huh. throughout the 2010s and stuff when like Vince does not. He famously does not like tattoos. He's like pulled back on it now because uh-huh. it's just they just all get them. Yeah. But like it, he wanted, you know, to stick with the 80s, you know, oiled up, big, muscly action figure men. No yeah. tattoos. Right. Plus, right. you got to get clearance on that kind of shit with yeah. art and artwork and things like that. So yeah. it's just easier to no tattoos. So right. very, you know, back in the day, even in the early 2000s and stuff, you you look back at those wrestlers, you're like, oh, yeah, they didn't really have. Yeah, no, I'm thinking about it now. They're just like blank canvases. Yeah. And, you know, then like after they stopped wrestling as much like the rock has you know his tribal stuff right but like now they all have a bunch of tattoos that's just right that's part of it yeah the rock didn't have but, any of those tattoos no. before yeah they all they all started getting them after yeah. after the fact so. right but uh but yeah so anyway he's gotten those tattoos since then but okay yeah, he's got but he's just you know he's covered right pretty right. much you know almost head to toe but i mean he doesn't have any head tattoos sure but uh yeah so it's just another thing of just like this character this very big guy and he just can do that soft-spoken thing where and you buy it like it's not he is not trying to be scary yeah and that kind of comes out he's like that's the thing that makes it yeah so ominous this is a terrifying mr rogers yeah (laughs) you know like it really is like like this guy's gonna change his shoes and feed his fish and tell you out loud so the blind girl can understand yeah, yeah. You know, that he's not forgetting the fish and, yeah but like but like he's also going to murder you and your whole family right right but he does say like I'm not going to I can't right you know and you start to believe him yeah you know and then yeah. you have uh you have the like the little flighty uh the cook one is that, yeah the white chick yeah the white chick yeah and, like they're all these different very different characters yeah you know and of course they are the four horsemen of apocalypse right seven knocks like the seven the trumpets. seven trumpets yeah. exactly dude so yeah man i i uh when they came in uh and and when he's when he said the uh the whole thing about uh for each no you give us uh one of us will unleash a plague on the planet yeah i was like oh they're the four horsemen yeah uh, and then I went back and was like, oh, seven knocks, like the seven fucking yeah. trumpets. Yep. 
Um, and then it turned out that that became some big reveal at the end when Eric realized it and like said it to Andrew, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I think the audience was supposed to get that from yeah. the get go, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, so it is this like it's never stated anything about any religion. It just right. is, you know. It just is the apocalypse. Yeah, it's like it is the. Although it is, is Christian judgment. imagery, though. Yeah, but there is this judgment that is coming. Yeah. Or whether or not it is coming, mm-hmm. right? Um, but they all had the, you know, um, uh, what like the group, uh, psychosis or whatever uh-huh. that have all seen the same things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, they um. Like there is a lot, of, but it's never said like it's oh yeah this is the Christian God or this is another God. It they don't even really say God, right? Right? Do they? I can't really remember. I don't think no. But I don't it is just so. like it's going to be judged. Like this is happening, you yeah. know. And they, I think they do to a point say it because it's like what you know. Why would I want to sacrifice? Like why would you know this God? Like if he's so powerful and everything why does he need this sacrifice or whatever it's like that's not the point the point yeah. is that it is and also we don't have those answers yeah you know, we just this is just how it's and, gonna go and here's the thing we don't want to be your, these people it's your fucking choice right you know your we don't know why it's your choice yeah. so that was the thing man that that was just really cool about it to me was that it was just in a large general sense about the about the whole story mm-hmm. it was that <clears throat> it was such a neat way to personify these religious images and um these metaphors because that's what it is in in religion it's all metaphors yeah that's just not going to be literal or whatever but this was a really cool way to make it literal yeah you know yeah and like just be like well if that was the case then how would it really manifest in the closest sense of reality possible and it would how about just four fucking people that are chosen for whatever reason to go be these people that will bring the plagues, you know? Yeah. And that's how it, mani- God, those it would manifest weapons. through things that are really yeah. here. It wouldn't be crazy things coming from the sky and you're seeing yeah. angels. It would just be like, no, you're you're the four horsemen. Go do this. And these people are going to have to choose. That's yeah. it. And, you know, like looking at the... I thought that was really cool. The you know, It was the, a cool way to do that. It was a cool way to depict those kinds of things. And, and seeing the imagery that that we end up seeing of the things in, in action, yeah. like trying to describe those in the, you know, it, like, let's say it is the Bible and, you know, it's revelation, like trying to like, you don't know what an airplane is, but like all of a sudden these fucking airplanes are falling from the yeah, sky. Yeah. Right. Like, how right. do you describe that? Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the, the chariots, sky is falling. The, yeah, yeah. The sky is falling. Yeah. Things are, yeah. And things are, yeah. Flames are, are coming down and, and yeah. Crashing and burning. And yeah, exactly. So, uh, um, well, yeah, let's keep going through it. So, uh, okay, my second they, note was the four horsemen. Yeah, you because got that. I got, I, I picked that up. Good, good. And then, uh, then my, my third and final note before I was just like, uh, I'm just gonna watch this, uh, was cool camera angles used with the last blow, which is what I mentioned yeah. before with when. The okay, so then up. we'll explain for people listening. I mean, you've seen it, but we'll get into that. Um. You, we don't, it was really cool how, like, you didn't know how they were going to bring about any of these plagues. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all Rupert. We know, yeah. All we know is they say, here's the rules. Yeah. You have to kill one of you. Yeah. Uh, we cannot do it. And that person cannot kill themselves. Right. Like, it has to be a sacrifice from the other two. Right. Um, it has to be now. Mm-hmm. And it will be one at a time. Like, every time you say no, 
one of us will unleash one of the plagues. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, then they even told him sort of like the the thing is like it'll be the the uh, sea will come up and like the pound on the land yeah. and take out a, a fourth and yeah. Then it'll be the uh, disease. What, was it disease second? Yeah. Disease was second, and then what was the, the third one? The um, third one was the airplanes. Yeah. And then the fourth one is just the end. The end, yeah. yeah the final. That's right, yeah. So the final judgment. So this is written in 2018. This is pre-pandemic. Yeah. Right? So that's one of the things that I kind of... Well, okay, we'll get into that. First of all, okay. like, say what you were going to say. That How are they going to unleash the thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was cool. It was a cool... Because they all come up with these, like barbaric looking weapons that are yeah. very like made yeah and they're like he's holding weapons and they're like they're not weapons they're tools and you're like okay yeah. that's interesting that's an interesting way to put it you know and then sure enough you find out kind of exactly what they're talking about um that they were just like they're tools of plagues or whatever like how they're gonna bring about whatever the fuck it was they're bringing out plus defense weapons and in the event that they were going to be attacked by these people in the cabin. Yeah. Which they were. Um, and they only fought in defense. They didn't go out of their way to hit them. You know what no. I mean? Like, um, but yeah, so Rupert, it was really cool. Rupert Grant gets down on his knees and he's like fucking like shaking and tears welling in his eyes. He's like, you don't fucking look away from me. And he's putting this white sock, yeah, sock very, thing very over culty. his head. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And then, uh, and then you see a little flash of light in the mirror behind him, mm -hmm. which is the only time you saw that, um, except for in the um, lightning strike at the end. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. Um, but I thought that was cool how you only saw that one time, and then Eric later on mentions that he noticed yeah. it, and you're like, oh, because okay, so, I noticed it too. I was like, was there something? Yeah, there? like how yeah. come no one's saying anything? Yeah. And then, but so remember, very well paced. Yeah, and it was all it all. So like, there is this air of what's going on or uh -huh. like is this insanity yeah or whatever because also in the original like fight when they get before they get them all tied up the uh eric uh gets a concussion right and uh I can see that's jonathan groff by the way who played agent smith in the new um mind hunter no in the new uh matrix the newest matrix oh that was agent smith yeah. really he's also that uh, was him yeah he's also oh, wow. king george in hamilton like on Broadway. Oh, never yeah, going to watch that. He's a Broadway guy. Never going to watch that. <laughs> just, just so you know. Yeah. But um, but no, I mean, you can't. He's not doing it anymore. He's Sure. Oh, you mean sure. the Disney. Yeah, the, he is the yeah, one right, in the Disney right. Plus. Is version. he in that one? Yeah. Okay. That was the original cast. It was like the last yeah. three performances of yeah. their Sure. Hey, um, King George, what do you say? I don't know. That's my Hamilton. That's my impression. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, it's actually musically something that you would probably enjoy. Uh, I mean, I'm sure, but, but it's like, dude, we you look, hate musicals, we, and I did too. Listen, we did. The other thing about it though is that we did flow circles, bro. Back in the day when we were in high school, we were doing that shit a good what five, six, seven years before uh, Lin Manuel comes out and does this stuff and and happens to put it into play. So I see that and I see them all like, yo, I'm Hamilton. I'm here to say and I'm going to shoot you in the head today. Ha 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 ha. Yo, yo, rapidly raps. No, nah, bro. <laughs> Hell no. Well, you should see some of the freestyle Love Supreme, the improv rapping group that Lin-Manuel started. No, They came around before the Hamilton. Yeah, no, thanks. It's, I saw them live. So the thing is that it's just like, to me, that 
I get why it's entertaining everything, but the fact that we used to just entertain ourselves doing that shit anyway, mm-hmm. that was enough for me. I was like, well, no, I had rum. I had my, I, I had our, uh, our rap circles back in the day. Anyway, our flow circles. So back to this. So I, that, that was good enough for me. I don't need to watch enough of that stuff. stuff. Let's get into, let's get into this, this stuff. stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Eric gets, uh, you know, uh, a concussion and like it puts all them- I'm saying is that we were ahead of Midland. Yeah. We were the pioneers. There. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, but, uh, you know, that's another thing is that they're saying like, you have to be clear minded and all that stuff. So they have to wait until he's awake and isn't quite affected by the, yeah. the concussion to be able to make the decision. Yeah. Right. 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 But so, then you're starting to think like, oh, well, is this going to be a like, is is this going to end up being like his visions from the concussion mm-hmm. and or whose perspective is it really going to end up being? And yeah, there's all kinds of ambiguity going on that you're just waiting for it to be revealed that, oh, it is a cult or it is yeah. someone has gone insane or something like that. You yeah. Know? And it was really cool with with uh, uh, the other uh, not Eric, but what was the other um, dad's name? Andrew. Andrew pointing out like he's been looking at his watch this whole time. So you're adding that bit of doubt. And that's where I feel like there wasn't enough doubt. Other than it could have been a little bit more. Yeah. Other than the fact that like we in in a post pandemic world, we do live with, you know, turning on the TV and shit's fucking like California's on fire. Oh, California's underwater. And, you know, uh, there's earthquakes all over the place. Like there is some of that where it's like, yeah, every day you fucking turn something on and then now there's this plague right and like even then they were like look this didn't just happen today it's yeah. breaking today so like right. they could have known it but i think part of the way like the fact that m night shot all that stuff uh-huh. has a very like overly cinematic feel where like you're like this is the end of the fucking world yeah like these moments in there it almost it almost takes away from the ambiguity of everything Right up until like when when every plane is falling out of the sky, you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, this is something. Yeah, right. This is right, something right. bigger. Yeah. I think this is that yeah. on top I think of this is really else. happening. But yeah. like even those those big things are kind of like, all right, dude. Like he timed it to turn on the TV where it would so cut that, into the yeah. into QVC. Like they were watching like QVC. Yeah, and it cut in. And like, yeah. even on nine eleven, QVC didn't show anything. I uh, QVC like turned off their. They're thinking they were like, go look at a news channel. Yeah. Like, we're not doing this right now. You yeah. need to go look at a news channel. Oh, dude, I remember 9-11. It was every channel was on the same feed. Yeah. And, and if was, they weren't, they were saying, yeah, go to, turn, yeah, turn, go, this, yeah, don't buy, don't buy fake diamonds today. Like, go. Yeah. I remember <laughs> even Cartoon Network was and stuff. So, yeah, I was kind of, yeah, like they were clearly just waiting for that to happen yeah. because they knew that the whatever was about to happen would be so catastrophic that it would have to uh what's the word uh preempt whatever else was on Mm -hmm. yeah um and uh so like everything everything that andrew was saying was just like you just really don't want to believe this yeah and so which which felt it felt like graspy more than logic which is what it kind of should feel right yeah absolutely um uh, i agree 100 percent. and what that ended up doing was it, it's like you said there there could have there could have been more doubt in the audience's mind mm-hmm. uh played into because his attempts at making it seem like it was fake weren't convincing enough uh even in the face of like how insane the situation was yeah. as the audience member at least for me i was watching it going yeah but i like, kind of believe these guys yeah. like you know what i'm saying like, like even even in a world where this is all like you turn on the news and it's something yeah that's crazy it's like this is a little more than that and also 
and also uh, again back to Batista, man, his performance uh, and his portrayal of that character was so perfect, stoic that you yeah. yes, yeah, exactly that it was like if if this was happening to me and it was this person doing this, I would be like, okay, I'm in. I don't care if you. I believe you. I believe you, dude, because you're you're so calm and you're so just matter of fact. You're taking the time to introduce all of all of yourselves to us to like help with mm -hmm. the like deluge of insanity that you're about to get. Uh, Yeah, it's um, it was hard not to like be on his side. Yeah, and like all four of them have a like resolve. Mm -hmm. With Batista's being the most unwavering, the other ones like coward in the uh-huh. in the in like in the moments before yeah pretty much but even uh, the shittiest of them who was the first one to go still did it yeah because he knew he didn't it, have a choice like, yeah, it, it's almost like they don't want to yeah you know like this isn't like oh this is what my life has led up to with yeah. my devout beliefs in this in this thing it's just like i have to do this like that's this is just the only thing i don't have a choice see i know how that i thought it might be more interesting if all four of them had something checkered in their past that that's the reason why they've been chosen to, you know, be killed. Should these people decide not to do it? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of their, that's why the burden of being one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse is on them is to atone for something horrible. They did in their past, like how Redmond did uh, with the, um, well, but it's not like the reason that isn't there, I think is because all of humanity is being judged. Not, sure. not specifically but, for but that, the but that to, but to be cho- to be randomly chosen, yeah. Versus for for a burden like that, to be the ones to be responsible for bringing the plague through. Well, through that, their but, death, like, there is a you know? there is a certain amount of it. Like they needed the, uh, the healer to be one. You know the the nurse, and then like him as the teacher, the so there leader was, of the group. Like there, there was, is a, there is reason. So that was that was things. no, I get that, and yeah. that was cool that they did that. But at the same time, though, I did kind of like, I was kind of like, well, that's a little bit of a stretch because he said something like, "It's the four aspects of humanity," like as yeah. as, as if there's only four, yeah. you know. So that was kind of like, eh, that was nice, but that could have been done a little bit better. Yeah, I'm just saying it would have been. Like they could have still had those attributes to them, but all have had something that they were some kind of guilt they were carrying in yeah, their past. Uh, th- which would've, that would have been more of the also, motivation for the reason why they were chosen, yeah, rather than it just also, kind of seeming random. But that would have also made it more that they would believe in something like this. That so like that would have gone more to, oh, these people are dealing with a guilt, and this is the psychosis that with this group of how they're dealing with it is like I must die because of my my transgressions before yeah like i deserve mm. this as opposed to people who don't necessarily deserve it yeah you know that's that's true that's because true. like the fact that one of them is connected to these two exact gentlemen yeah like that is enough to be like this is fucking shady right like this yeah is shady, right, even right. though he's the first one to die or whatever yeah but like there's like something's not adding up here this yeah. is craziness yeah but again like all the all the doubt is sort of immediately pushed out of the way narratively and everything where you're like, okay, uh-huh. guys, come on. This is like, this is real. Yeah. You're like, you're, yeah. The and, audience is ready for it to be a, real yeah, and before. At a certain point, are. you're just being stubborn and we're annoyed with you. Yeah. Now in, in the book, it we is were. a little bit, uh, I believe I haven't read it, but I've read. I was watching Andrew and I was like, well, he's a stubborn fucker. This I one, know. you know, <laughs> 
So in the book, it is a little bit more ambiguous of uh, like, is are these events so catastrophic that you have no like uh, ability to believe other than what they're saying? You know, wait, like, say like, that again. You know, like the in the book, it's not as clear that it's the oh, end of the world okay. until like the end, oh. right? But also in the book, and this well, is where that it doesn't gets, seem very fair. This is where it gets real major difference in the book. At some point, Win dies. No, not like as a sacrifice, but it's like no. a, in the phrase she dies. It's pretty like early on or whatever. So then it becomes a whole thing of them still trying to convince the two. And they uh, get to the end of the thing. You know, Batista's character kills himself. And they're like, I don't want to live in a world that that this God doesn't believe that our daughter was enough sacrifice, even though it was an accident. Uh-huh. Like This is all stupid. I'd rather face the end of the world with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we can just go off and have our love together and then it all ends and fuck it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Whereas this was. Is that how it does end? That's how it does end. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then uh, this one, it does the opposite. Of, yeah. You know, she doesn't die and then it becomes a reason to stay living, even though. Yeah. You know, and then it's the 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 the, the gooder one. Yeah. If you will. Which <laughs> is how it, it, it that which is that's how it has to be. I mean, that's. Yeah. That's the trope of that whole yeah. story, you know, is like it's always the more pure that is the one that's like sacrifice me, I will be the sacrifice. Yeah. You know. Um and speaking of the them showing well, you were ta- you had mentioned um that they would have the reason to live on because when would grow up and everything. Yeah. When they showed that uh scene of uh, older when and them getting into the car and having you know, that's what he's thinking of, you know, before he gets shot. Um, which was a really cool way to do that, by the way, of him mm-hmm. just being like, do it right now while I have this image in my head so I can use that to carry me wherever I'm going, which yeah. is a really cool way to depict death, by the way, but we won't get into that. But um, when they were showing that scene of uh, older Wen, young Wen was so good that I I was like, that's her. Yeah. That, you know what that's I mean? her. 100%. You know, like it's her grown up. It, it was, there was no, yeah. yeah. Young Wen was so good at acting. <laughs> just was like, yep. You know, she, I see her as that adult right now. She's I mean, freaking, this movie doesn't work. If that first sequence, that oh, first like 10 minutes, yeah. of catching grasshoppers. Yeah. You're out. Absolutely. If that little, girl, if that little when, girl is like the little boy from fucking old. Yeah. You're out. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Especially when it's all like close camera on their faces and, and you know, they have that filter in the background where shit's blurred out, yeah. you know, and so it's just like clear on their faces and it's just switching and back and forth. And you're picking up that microphysiography. Every minuscule. Like yeah, yeah. And they both kill it and she fucking crushes that. But then I'm also watching it and I'm going, dude, Batista, dude, like who knew that he could have like so much yeah. sympathy in his face and like also just uh a little creepiness too and like you don't know what to think of this guy but he fucking just he wears it perfectly he does it fucking yeah. perfectly he's so good he's so you good know? he keeps it ambiguous and mysterious but you still see the human nature in his face and it's all right on his face and it's all very subtle and it's all very good yeah he's a, he's good he's very very good you know it's fucking drax dude and, and you know i always loved him in um well and, He's like my favorite part of Guardians, dude. I think yeah. I said that. And uh, but but uh, but that's just you know comedic uh, break stuff. And he's got makeup on the whole well, and, time, and he's yeah, doing he's action and it, stuff. And he he is playing it real, so he understands. Yeah. He and understands he's, everything and he that he's is doing. hilarious, in it, and he does yeah. a very good job. But 
it's it this is a totally different genre and a totally different mm-hmm. game and he's here crushing it. Dude. And that's why he's doing he pops around in these things he's like absolutely he's finding crushing those, it. he's finding those interesting projects that will stretch him. You know, he's done 100%. the he's done the Marvel, he's done yeah. the, you know, Stuber and like the broad comedy and it's like okay, I don't want to get stuck in that. Yeah. I I actually, you know, he cuz uh, I forget what it was his what his first movie was, but he was fucking really bad. You know, he uh-huh. came out of wrestling and he went into or uh Sports entertainment, and uh, he got into acting, and it was just like, oh, this is I'm fucking awful. I'm going to learn how to do this. You okay, know? and he like took acting classes and committed himself wow. to becoming uh, an actor, and it has fucking paid off. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, he's also not afraid to lean into the size and like his. You know, he, everybody's going to be typecast in some way or another uh-huh. because it you have to look the part. You know, and so while on paper, this may not have been a part that Batista looked at. It's just like the way that M. Night was like, no, get as big as you can. Yeah. Which is like, and we'll play it. Such a good call yeah. on M. Night's part. Because such a good it, call. It, it's never mentioned. Like yeah. nobody calls him out as like, why are you so fucking big for like a high school teacher or whatever? Yeah. It's yeah. just like it, you're in it. Yeah. And it's it's this imposing force with the calm voice. Yeah. The only time it doesn't play uh very well is when uh he runs into the bathroom or they lock him in the bathroom and they're like oh no he's gonna get out the window yeah and then they open the window and his arm couldn't fit through the yeah window. right right like he's but, in the shower but of course he was in the shower yeah, so and it then, worked and then, anyway well yeah and then i was like he's he's he is that tub like there's yeah. no way you didn't just he barely shoot fits in the bathroom but anyway. then, yeah he did get shot yeah. in the arm yeah, you yeah. know and you're like oh yeah that guy probably would be all right being shot in the arm yeah yeah so, yeah absolutely so, like, did play but yeah i was like why did he even break the window we know he's not going through <laughs> yeah window. right right yeah um yeah and well how about that um that scene after after everything where they go to the diner they look and see the news has cleared up because they made the sacrifice and yeah. so they stopped it from happening they get back in the truck and uh boogie shoes comes on which they showed in the previous sequence where they were all having fun singing along to yeah. it they turn on the truck and boogie shoes is on and uh and then they take turns shutting it off and turning it back on again without saying anything yeah and it took its time which was so refreshing it was a breathe yeah i mean it, this whole fucking movie it really time. took its time you know and, and yet it's still a tight you know right hour 40 but yeah but they like good good on the editors for just letting that be sit. real time yeah and sit because that was such a great scene of them of them just deciding no i don't want to hear this now after all that like you know the guy that we used to love singing this with is dead and you know like no turn this off and then the girl's like well no turn it on we'll remember him and yeah then, and then they're both kind of and then she goes no i can't do this and turn like in their yeah. hear everything they're thinking so she turns it off and then the and then uh andrew's and you know they're sitting there for a minute and then andrew goes no yeah let's turn it on let's turn it on that's so yeah. good dude that was so good and that was the end yeah right yeah that's the end oh, what a great ending man yeah, and it could have like you know ended. You know, the book, like I said, is more ambiguous. It's like, is it this the apocalypse? Yeah. They didn't sacrifice themselves or whatever. Yeah, doesn't go into anything else. But um, I mean, it's just yeah. I I really think this is a, a fantastic movie. I think the the one possible you know like major critique is like should it have been a little more ambiguous? But you know when you get to fucking 
uh, airplanes falling out of the goddamn sky where they can see them even yeah you know and the like it's just this dry lightning burning everything down yeah. you're like i mean yeah this is the apocalypse and also i liked that it i i mean like i just like kind of the first thing i texted you was it it was refreshing that it was like oh no this is it this is yeah. it this, this is, is the happening. story yeah like this is the story it's you're not we're not waiting for some you know explanation of things it's like no this is what's happening yeah if, if, if they come in they say what it is and they you take have the to time. believe it and it's it's yeah. not even that you have to believe it it's you have to actively disbelieve it for like you have to try to not to make this not seem real yeah right you right know? right so like maybe i am swayed on the other, the other way now yeah wait what like i like that it's not it's not ambiguous up to the yeah point. right 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 it, that was refreshing especially with it with the context of it being an m night Shyamalan movie yeah uh it was super refreshing that that's what it was um and yeah i liked it i thought it was uh just really intense and weird and uh subtle it's full of subtlety yeah just really um it's his, just a good movie it's his second r-rated movie uh, oh, this is rated first, R. Yeah, the first one being. The oh, happening. I guess with the slitting his own throat. Yeah, because like that was brutal, and nothing else is like even the yeah. like you don't see them kill the other people. Well, but you, you feel see, it. You you see the you see you see you kind of see them kill Rupert Grant. I yeah, mean, you well, see the him, yeah. shit in his head and him like falling over. Yeah. It's like but it's brutal. not as brutal as it could be on yeah. screen. It's I mean I think it's more brutal because of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But um yeah, the 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 real one is him slitting his throat. Oh. Which is just real clean. And then right, yeah, after dirty, saying yeah. all of humanity has been judged and then just oh, yeah. brutal. Brutal. But really well shot too because you only you don't see even you see just below the slit line. Yeah. To where you just see the blood running down, but you still see him do the motion mm-hmm. of Oof, that was good. Really good. Really well directed. I think this is the best thing I've seen uh, M do in a while. You know, from my personal. Yeah, I, I, I go back and forth if this is better than but again, old. I, I think it is. I haven't is. seen, uh, you know, the, the split stuff and all that. Yeah. What was the last one? I mean, probably Lady old. of the Water. I mean, other than that. Oh, it was um, The Happening. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Which I remember liking it in the. I saw it in theaters, mm-hmm. and I didn't see it again. So what? What were we like, juniors in high school or some shit when that came out? Shit, no, that was like two thousand eight. Was it two thousand eight? Yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah, I guess just out of high school or whatever. And I remember liking it in theaters, but uh, but it was just kind of yeah, like dumb at the same time. I mean, yeah, it didn't work as a where film. it was like oh the air or something like that, right? And there was nothing. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, and then I saw and old, entire, but that was when I like, gave the up. The entire on him, thing was miscast, right? Everybody was wrong for right. every part, right? <laughs> it's just yeah, it's bad. So that was when it kind of that's when I kind of gave up on him. Yeah, uh, I mean until, that's when everybody old, pretty much really. did. Yeah, exactly. but yeah, he's been secretly building up a thing. Now one of the things that he's been doing since uh, I believe Split is he's gotten back to where and he said this. He's like, I have to be scared again. I have to be scared to fail, and so he started uh. like mortgaging his house to put up the money for the movies and stuff like wow. he has like real skin in the game on all of his oh, films shit. uh so that it's like if if this doesn't do well yeah. I'm, I'm gonna feel it yeah yeah yeah. it's not just like well after it sucked and uh yeah that was that oh was well rough. i can see that though because yeah when you have that mindset you're you're comfortable anyway it's like 
Like, yeah, we don't need to take the time to yeah. do that. It's, it's good enough. And he had gotten so, like... And good enough often is not. You know, after, you know, Sixth Sense and uh, Unbreakable and, and uh, Science and everything, he had gotten into this thing of, like, M. Night is mysterious. And he, like, really leaned into it. I think he liked it a little yeah. too much. And it got silly. Yeah. But, like, even... God, was it, like, during the village... It was like M- right, Mysterious Night Shyamalan. Yeah, Mysterious yeah. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. But like at uh it was like when he was promoting the village or when the village was gonna be coming out, or maybe it was like right after that or something, but there was this like sci-fi channel documentary called the uh, The Buried Secrets of M. Night Shyamalan. That was okay. this uh it was yeah, okay. So it was this documentary crew that was shooting a behind the scenes featurette on the village. And okay. then as they were shooting it, they realized that M. Night's not everything that people think he's got this deep dark secret and they like it's it's fucking bad <laughs> like it's really bad yeah what are they even but they going like for com- with this? they 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 start to like pu- put in things from six cents and and unbreakable and uh signs and like connect them to the fact that like basically m night can communicate with the dead and has this like dark darkness inside of him that's coming out in his films or whatever it's really really bizarre Bro. It is so bizarre. The 2000s was all weird with that shit. Yeah. Like and David Blaine and yeah. all that shit. But he oh, leaned, he's a yeah. dark magician. He was like leaning into it too much to the yeah. point where it was like, okay, but like you're just a normal guy who has like a family. Like, yeah, let's right, calm down. Right, right, exactly. And, uh, you know, um, he, uh, I think it really humbled him after he fucking just bombed so hard with things. Yeah, um, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. I mean, his yeah, like his career was over anyway. If he didn't yeah. get himself back out there, it wasn't going to work. Right. And they kept trying different things. And then, you know, his name would be unattached to projects because his name was such a was such poison. Yeah. At, right. At points. But like now it's coming back. Yeah. You know, I mean, he keeps That's good to see. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he's not doing, making the, the next Avengers or anything, but like, I don't want no, him to. No one needs I don't that. want him to. No one needs that. Yeah. Nobody needs that. People, All right. We need more movies like this. Well, is there anything else you wanted to say about? I don't think so. Man. The cabin? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, everybody in it is is great. The, yeah. the little girl is the best, followed right yeah. by Batista. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, they might be the same. They're, <laughs> they're, they're both yeah, so good. I think they're the same level. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I uh, I did want to just mention that it was cool that they did the reveal of like, oh, they were all telling the truth. Yeah. Except for obviously O'Bannon's name, he hid his name. Yeah. But, they were, you know, you find out she really was a nurse and he really was a, a athletics teacher yeah. and she oh, yeah. really and was a cook back, and she really had a son. If and, you go back and watch the uh, the credits again, which are the opening credits are so good. Uh-huh. Um, and like felt really like a real throwback. You don't see that a lot. Yeah. Anymore. With the even with the but, universal thing. Yeah. Yeah. From yeah. the beginning. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but if you go back and watch those things and you look at their like writings and scribblings and stuff, and it's like all the stuff that they're going to talk about and the imagery and things like that. It's really cool. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. You'll have to check that out. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, I definitely that, did not catch that. That'll wrap that up. So let's do, do some numbers. All right. All right. So this movie came out in the dump month of February, February 3rd. Um, and it was an estimated twenty million dollars uh, budget. Uh huh. So, what was its opening weekend? Um, I'm going to say because it got a simultaneous stream release. It didn't. Oh no! It came out streaming forty five days later. What? Yeah, it was a forty five day. Oh yeah. no! Shit! I thought it was a no. It was an in theaters only simultaneous thing. My bad. Um, 
let's see. Then, well, in that case, um, I'm going to say it made $100 million. And it's, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, um, I don't think this, I don't remember hearing anything about this doing well or particularly amazing in the box office. So I'm going to just, I'm going to say maybe it did like $15 million opening weekend. You have chosen wise. Nice. $14 million, oh! $127. Hey, that's why they call me the master. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, what was its gross uh, domestic? Um, I'll say it made its money back for sure. Probably a little bit more, a little extra cheddar on top. Um, I'm gonna say probably thirty-five million. You have Whoa. chosen wise. Back to thirty-five million three hundred ninety-seven thousand. Oh, come on! All right, can you, on, can you get the third horseman of the apocalypse here? <laughs> The worldwide gross. That's a lot of pressure. So 35 plus this equals, or plus the, the, the rest of the world equals this big number. What um, is it? This is tough, though, because... <laughs> you have no idea. No fucking clue, right? Yeah. Uh, Did it do worse? Did it do better? Did it do the same? Like, how do you know? I'm going to say maybe with the rest of the world, it... I'm going to say it made 99. Oh! Way, so way overshot Maron. it. Way overshot it. Maron. 54. Damn it. 54. Damn it. I, yeah. was going, I was first going to say like 66 or something. Yeah. 54. Uh, All right. Man. Well, two out of three in bad. Yeah. You know? So this came out, uh, like I said, on February 3rd. So the February 3rd through 5th weekend. Yeah. Uh, it opened against 80 for Brady and it came out. <laughs> what do you think? On top or below 80 for Brady? I just think it would be so funny if it was below, so I'm going to go with that. No, it was 14. 80 okay. for Brady was 12. Wow. So this open, open number one, 80 for Brady, wow. number two. Um, and oh, wait, then, we're going to cover that, by the way, oh, right? Oh, for sure. Okay, good. Right after we get through both book clubs. <laughs> what? They have book, book club? Book club and book club two. Yeah. What is don't that? Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Uh, okay, this one, big old fat fucker from uh, is sitting at uh, number three in its eighth week out. The Whale. No. Oh. Yeah, the whale said, was never in the top five. You said big old fat fucker. Well, because there are whales involved. Oh. At a total gross of $636 million oh. at this point. Um, Pulling in another 11. Avatar. Avatar, the way of water. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it, was, uh, it got knocked from number one to number three this week. Yeah, I mean, it went all through January as being the only fucking thing out, really, you know? Yeah, sure. Because uh, it came out in December, and like that's what they did on purpose, okay. so that it could uh, draw it all in. So, yeah, knock at the cabin, knock that fucker right right down. Good. And then 80, 80 for Brady, you know, kept it from getting the Just bonus points, fucking... or whatever the sports term would be. Yeah. Yep. Kept it that out of the it. red zone. Sounds right. Is that a thing? Red it zone, is a like, thing. Close it is actually thing. a yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> number four, with $8 million. Uh, I uh, I guess it's a concert flick. Oh, Neil Young? No, <laughs> definitely right on the Young. Oh, but not the Neil. BTS? Yes. Oh, BTS yeah. yet okay. to come to cinemas is what it's called, or yet to come in cinemas. Ooh, Oof. You got to change yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, a different way to say that. Eight million, number four. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a rough, rough time. Uh, in its yeah. seventh week out, it's sitting at 151 million. It's an animated film. Uh, the 
sequel to a oh, spin-off. Puss in Boots. Yes. Puss in Boots. The Last Wish. <laughs> the Last Wish. The Last Wish. So that rounds out your five. Uh, a Man Called Otto, which I believe had a simultaneous release on Apple Plus, maybe. Okay. And that's a... Uh, I think that's the uh, Tom Hanks one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, with hear, the cat. Yeah, I yeah. didn't hear anything good about it, or oh. really bad. I didn't hear anything sure, about it. Sure, we didn't hear nothing about it. Uh, Mithrigan, sitting at number seven. Okay. Uh, I saw it. It's whatever. Okay. You know, it, 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 Better than you thought it was going to be? If you... If you have an idea of what Megan is, you're yeah. right. Okay. If you're like, yeah, that looks like fun, you're absolutely right. But if it was like, that looks like a fat piece of garbage. You're absolutely right. Gotcha. You know, if okay. you if that interests you at all, you're gonna love it. Gotcha. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, a lot of homages to AI and uh, robots and cyborg uh, films of the past. Mm. Um, well, then we know fun. who would who we would reboot as Mathrigan. Oh, Haley Johnson. Johnson. No, but yeah. we're not we're not no, there. We're not yet. there yet. Uh, let's see. You're missing. I don't know that one. The chosen season three finale. <laughs> I guess had a fathom event. Okay. And it, it was wow. number nine. Man, February is the time wow. to release your movies. Hot month. Yeah. I mean, it made five Hot million. Month. Wow. Oh, Hot God. week. Wow. Uh, and then something called Pathan, which I guess is a yeah, that is a Bollywood film. And uh, okay. yeah, that's it. Interesting. Wow. That was no. probably the worst list of movies yeah. in the history of numbers. I mean, A Knock at the Cabin is the only one yeah. that you, you should go to the theater to yeah, see. Right. And like a lot of people didn't. Well, 80 for Brady, of course. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 80 for Brady. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So um, that is what it is. Let's see. I want to see when it- that uh, you just what you just named what you just listed was exactly what if I was being clockwork oranged. They would play, yeah, <laughs> for me if they, if they wanted to torture BTS me. BTS, yeah, yep. to the season three just finale whole list of, just of a show. Putting, putting those LSD drops in my eyes and just, may, yeah, oh yeah, that'd be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So it dropped. Uh, I think it was in, in second. No, I think by its second weekend, it dropped to fifth place. That sounds about right. Yeah. And then, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I believe it was like the beginning of March or something like that, that it ended up on streaming. Uh, you know, it's one of those, they, they, there are a lot of films now that do the 45 days. You know, sure. Because it's really given you, you know, like that's what theaters have. You know, like a, uh-huh. a, a movie has a theatrical run of a good 45 days before it just gets knocked out of too many screens anyway. Sure. You sure. know, so like they're just like, all right, well, then we'll just throw it on streaming at this point. Yeah. I mean, there's some movies, like some of the really small movies that have to, you know, stick around in smaller things or mm. find a better deal on streaming somewhere. Yeah. And then obviously like the the Disney Marvel ones, they, they tip, typically do like six months. Mm. Or I think they've been trying to do like digital download releases or whatever. And Both then that. you can get like, like Quantumanium is out now for like purchase and rent, but yeah. you can't, it's not on Disney plus you can't yet. Stream it yet. Yeah. yeah. Just another way to try to get some cash Yeah, for the so. impatient ones. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, that wraps it up here for all of that fun stuff. Uh, we got, uh, I don't like doing the, the reboot recast for Too the, soon. the brand new Too ones, soon. you know, it's not my, not my thing. Too soon, but we can get a rating. We can get a rating. What is your rating? Um, and we're going to be getting a rating from you too, sir. All right. All right. Okay. So out of 10, 
Um, let me see. Out of ten, uh, I don't know. Uh, plagues. <laughs> I give this movie. You know, I give this movie a solid eight plagues. All right. So um, out of t- <laughs> okay, out of ten night Shyamalan's, <laughs> like the wordplay there. That's good. Out of yeah, ten yeah. night Shyamalan's, I give this a uh, eight point five. Eight point five. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, you can't get better than that little girl. Yeah, she's and Batista. Yeah, she's like they're just uh, makes this movie. I know. I mean, I'm excited to see more of both of them. I hope. Sure, absolutely. So. I'm. A, you know, this movie took me from a. Uh, uh, oh, I know that guy with Batista to a bona fide Batista fan. You know what there I'm saying? Go. So, yeah. I look forward to seeing him in future films. Me too. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. I think that'll be it, dude. Yeah. Um, I think that'll be it. Much like you needed to go last week at the end of our episode. Yeah. I need to go now. So it's like, you know, we just, just sync up like that. You know, <laughs> or or opposite. <laughs> We're opposite yeah. schedules. Yeah, yeah. All right. So until next week, nom in space. <laughs> for listening to The Movie Gap on the Cross the Streams Media Network.